0: The solutions to your questions are given to you straight by one of the leading experts in the solar industry, Jamie Duran, president of Solar Harmonics. Feel free to search our library for answers to questions that you're facing when considering solar. And now, here's Adam Duran, our host with the questions, and Jamie Duran, our solar expert with Straight Talk SolarCast.
1: Hey, Jamie, good day.
2: All right. Looking forward to another... Exciting straight, straight talk, Solarcast.
1: All right, how's everything going with you today?
2: Oh, it's going great. Uh, we're definitely ramping up. It's already the end of January, and uh, the phone is uh, ringing off the hook, which is uh, no one, no one's complaining about that. I know the the hills
1: are all green here in Northern California. This is our spring.
2: Yeah, and the rest of the country is in an Arctic blast. I can't imagine uh, what everyone there is going through, but I have a friend in Alaska who said, yeah, that's a, that's what we call winter. (laughs) So uh, it's normal up there for them.
1: Crazy. I I think the rest of the people in America who are in that, that freezing zone are saying, but I don't live in Alaska
2: for a reason, Jamie. (laughs) (laughs) Well, uh, they live there not in uh, solar heaven in California.
1: Yeah. This always blows me away. When I moved back to California, um, I just, I came. I, I lived in Japan for a number of years, and winter lasted basically until the end of March or early April. And here, it's in California, Northern California, anyway. Uh, wow! All the all the all the mountains are green. It's amazing.
2: It is, and it's uh, it's very cool because uh, not only as to, today it's sunny. It's probably about sixty five degrees, which is uh, almost ideal, mm-hmm. uh, but. We're also in. We're in store for about a week of rain coming up, and that's also great for solar too because it uh, helps clean the panels and keep the, uh-huh. get the solar production. Solar is actually most productive when it's cool and sunny, as opposed to you know 110 degrees and sunny. I,
1: I actually have a question, and I know this is kind of off topic, but I've heard, I've seen people say, "Hey, we'll do your solar panel cleaning." That kind of stuff mm-hmm. is that really necessary?
2: Uh, we say it's fine for the aesthetic part. So it's, you know, kind of the potential for the damage to the panels happening, uh, which you may not see until that, that company is long gone, uh, uh, could be trouble, you know, and the, it, it could help, it could hurt the solar panel warranty because the potential for damage Mm -hmm. up there is much higher than, uh, if they weren't up there at all, so in general, uh, the solar panels will certainly gain more production. But we think the the benefit that you're getting that uh, additional production is not worth the cost of that cleaning, nor is it worth the potential damage. So we, once they're up there, we say just leave them alone, unless they're in a you know agricultural area where there's just nothing but dust, and you know cleaning them every other month might be a good idea. But other than that, you can just leave them alone.
1: Yeah, I guess they get up on your roof, and you don't know what they've done too.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, we've, we've definitely come back and, uh, we've seen some damage, uh, and, uh, more, more so with, uh, the guys who come up and put, p- uh, pigeon barriers around our solar panels, right. uh, they drill directly into the frame, which immediately voids the warranty. So that's not great.
1: Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah.
2: Well, anyway, great.
1: <laughs> I know you wanted to, uh, talk, you had something you wanted to talk about today. What is that?
2: So today I wanted to talk about solar and rental property. So, uh, I've been doing a lot of research into this and uh, solar panels uh, on a rental property is very, very rare. Uh, so if you're a renter, you might have a three or $400 electricity bill uh, and you may go to the landlord and, and say, Hey, we want you to put solar up on the, on the roof and the landlord will just stare back at you. Like <laughs> why in the world would I want to pay your electricity bill? So um, but I'm going to argue that there are a lot of reasons why every landlord who owns single-family homes—we're gonna—we're just gonna limit it to that. I know there's duplexes, triplex, quads, quads, those kind of things. But let's uh, let's just talk about single-family homes and why it makes so much sense to add solar panels uh, to that property. Okay. All right. Convicts so me. yeah. <laughs> okay. Why don't you be the landlord? And right. I'll be, I'll be the solar guy who understands uh, finance and money. <laughs> and, okay. uh, and so, you know, Mr. Landlord, would you agree that uh, not only would you want your property to cash flow positive, meaning that your, the rent income you're bringing in is greater than your expenses? Oh, 100%. Excellent. No problem. Yes. Okay. And right now uh, that your tenant pays hundred percent of their electricity costs, correct? Correct. Any particular reason why you've set it up that way?
1: I haven't thought about it.
2: Okay. Well, more than likely, you're concerned that, hey, they're using the power. They should pay for it. And that's perfectly reasonable. Yeah. So currently, the the tenant is writing one check to you for the rent, and they're writing another check to PG&E. We'll just call that the utility company. They're PG&E for their electricity and gas. Is that correct?
1: Yeah.
2: All right. Well, if we could shift some of that money from PG&E over to you... You know let's just say they're paying three hundred dollars a month for electricity could would another $150 a month on top of what you are getting for rent make make financial sense? Of course. Yes. Okay, great. And so that's what we're proposing is that we would install a solar panel system. And oh let me ask you another question. Is your is your property owned outright or do you have a mortgage on it?
1: Ah okay I have a mortgage on it.
2: Okay and that's great because the tenant you're not really writing the check for that mortgage every month. The tenant is so the tenant through their rent is effectively paying that mortgage.
1: Mm -hmm.
2: Okay. So um, it's not really coming out of your pocket to pay that, that mortgage. It's, you know, effectively it's a transfer. Well, this is the same concept with when you, if you were to finance a solar project, essentially the tenant would be paying for the electricity bill for the solar panel system. So, Let's just say that $300 bill, you have a loan payment now with a zero down loan of $150 a month. And the tenant also now has solar panels. The benefit to the tenant is, well, now, because this system will offset that $300 electricity bill, you as the landlord can now come back and say, well, instead of you paying $300 a month, you can now pay $200 a month for your electricity. Uh, I am now making an additional fifty dollars a month over and above the uh, the costs of the loan. Mm-hmm. The tenant is now instead of paying three hundred now they're paying two hundred and so it's a win for the tenant it's a win for the landlord and it's obviously a win for uh you know the environment too and
1: I guess the the bigger win is when the panels are paid off in what five,
2: four, seven years, or then, then I'm winning even more. Big time. And you, as a landlord, get the tax credit, uh, the 30% tax credit this year. You also get to take a hundred percent of the federal depreciation expense Mm -hmm. in the first year. So it's really, it's, so the system does pay off in in these kind of systems in two to three years. Oh, wow. Wow. So it, it, and then, so yeah, you're, you're kind of in the black really quick. But just like with the, you know, if you have that mortgage, imagine if you had zero mortgage and you were collecting all the rent. So same thing with the solar. Once that's paid off, it does not stop producing. And that's why solar and landlords uh, and rental property makes so much financial sense.
1: Oh, wow. Interesting.
2: It is. Plus there's some huge other benefits too. So one of the biggest risks in owning, uh, renting a single family home is trying to find tenants and good tenants that will pay consistently and then stay with you. It's it's really not uh, a great idea to continually turn over tenants every year. So, for example, if if this tenant that we were talking to is paying $2,000 a month and without solar, they'd be paying another $300 a month, so $2,300. Mm-hmm. But with solar, now they're paying you know, $2,200 a month, so saving $100 – what that does is it, it really, they know if they move anywhere else, more than likely their electricity bill is going to be more than $200 a month. And right. so now it makes them a more loyal tenant and it makes your homes easier to rent when you can say, hey, we we can now charge you less electricity costs because we have solar. Wow. That's awesome. We see no downside, <laughs> but <laughs> but this has been a major, major issue in the solar industry in getting uh, property owners to understand why solar makes so much more sense adding solar is like giving them a rent increase without increasing the rent you know let's just say in that first example if that 200 hundred dollar electricity bill well let's just say we you know pg&e is going to go to 350 in the next year which is highly likely we can now raise that to 225 we haven't affected the rent at all but we're saying well pg&e is going up you know so the so your electricity so uh it's kind of you know it's again it's like raising the rent without raising the rent so is this a would this be a flat rate like the tenant would pay a flat rate every month the same for their their electric use for the utility for simplicity's sake yes they would and the pg&e bill is still in the name of the tenant and so they would see the solar benefit on their pg&e they would be responsible for any, let's just say they went crazy and they said, all right, we have free power yeah. and now we're going to run our air conditioning 24 seven. Well, now uh, the solar only produces up to $300 a month. And then after that, the tenant is on the hook for the balance.
1: Ah, okay. So that's part of the, the, the contract is mm-hmm. you have to stay under this limit. You can't, just, you can't open all your windows and turn the AC on high.
2: Well, yeah, uh, we we certainly know some people like that, <laughs> and uh, um, and when when it you know when there is incentive for the tenant to uh, be more energy conscious, then we definitely see them uh, react that way as well. Yeah, well, that that's uh, I guess yeah, in that contract that they're signing, that has to be very clear. Wow. Okay. So cool. Lastly, I want to bring up oh. you know with with rental property, you know, in general, if the if the property is cash flowing. Close to positive what the big one of the biggest benefits of owning rental property is the appreciation and value and we've talked in other podcasts on how solar increases the value of a property yep. well in rental property, the way it is appraised is through what is the cash flow that this property produces so now again if you if it was at two thousand dollars and now it's at twenty two hundred dollars a month and the loan payment is So they're, let's just say they were cash flowing $50 positive, not a lot, but when you divide that by what's called the market cap rate, which is what uh, properties are valued at, it's just kind of a, it varies by area. Mm
1: -hmm.
2: It can be like 8.08. And so that $50 that they're making has now increased the property by $625, uh, so a month. <laughs> that's wow. uh, that's pretty good. So on an annual basis, so 50 times 12 is 600 divided by the 0.08 to $7,500 just in additional value per year that the solar has uh, increased.
1: Oh, okay. But, oh. So
2: there's really, so they get the tax benefits, they get the increased cash flow, and, and they also get the property appreciation value. So that 's why we think solar and uh, rental property is is really it 's kind of a no brainer for just about every property owner
1: that's amazing oh wow okay
2: very mm-hmm. interesting yeah yep, i agree
1: <laughs> so uh if if uh, someone out there is, owns a rental property uh what 's their first step in uh going forward with something like this if they have an existing tenant in their
2: home uh, mm-hmm. what do they do so the first one is uh Obviously we're finding a solar company. Uh, we can do pretty much anywhere in California now. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so we can do a financial analysis for them. We would just need the uh, PG&E account number or the last 12 months of the tenants usage and cost. So you probably have to contact the tenant to get that. Uh, and then the address and the email address. And then we can design an online proposal uh, that outlines the entire project and shows them what the cash flows would be and the tax benefits. Uh, we have lots of zero down loan companies uh, that will work with uh, property owners.
1: This sounds uh, really, really interesting. And if I I know we are planning on uh, buying our next rental property and um, when I know you're on board with that and so is everyone <laughs> else here, uh, but uh, this is definitely something that um, we'd use to actually extract more money out of the property and Absolutely. add value to it. That's awesome.
2: Yeah. And as the property increases in value, then you can use that increase to borrow to get the next property. Too. Aha, sweet. As long yep. as the economy keeps going. Well, and that's one of the awesome things about single family homes is that when the economy goes down, the rentals go up. So it's wow. uh, kind of a, a good idea. Yeah. Interesting. Very yep. interesting. Woo. Very good. All right. Very any, good.
1: any final thoughts for everybody out there?
2: No, I think that's about it. I think we're in good shape for this podcast.
1: All right. Uh, we want to say thank you very much to everyone out there listening. And if you have any questions, uh, comments, or concerns, please send them to straighttalk at solarharmonics.com. And uh, we are having a great time using the Anchor platform. So if you want to give us a five-star rating on iTunes or Anchor or anywhere else you've found us, please do so. Uh, Follow us on Facebook. We have our Mm -hmm. Facebook page that is uh, kicking butt, getting lots of people uh, following us. And, um, yeah, you can post questions there, too. So uh, that's all for now. Everyone, have a great day.
2: All right. See you next time.
0: That's all for now. Thank you for listening to this episode of Straight Talk SolarCast with solar expert Jamie Duran. Join us each week for more answers to your solar questions. Speaking of questions, got some? Email us at solarcast at solarharmonics.com and we'll be sure to give you an answer in an upcoming episode. This episode of Straight Talk SolarCast is brought to you by Solar Harmonics, the leading solar energy developer in Northern California, who invite you to own your energy. Visit them on the web at www.solarharmonics.com.